Oh my goodness, hello. I am Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because, well, you know, it's the one that's got the queer people in it. To this end, Troubled Waters pits a pair of comedians against another in a pop culture battle to the ego death. And to win this battle, each guest will be called upon to use their their smarts, their argument skills, the great comebacks that they have been saving in a uh, remarkable uh, little desk tablet thing. You ever seen one of those things? I kind of want one. To earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus, which will automatically give their opinion on every second of Netflix's ultimatum, Queer Love, More Weight Than a Civilian's. I, I'm One of our contestants is raising the roof, listener. So let's get into it. This is our Pride episode. So, I mean, I am, I am double excited. Let's get into it. You are listening to Troubled Woo! Waters. Woo! dog's so confused. Our first <laughs> contestant is a comedian. You might have seen her on Succession recently. You can check out her comedy show, The Boss Bitch Show, and podcast in New York City. It's Rachel Green. Hello, Rachel Green. Hello, Dave Holmes. How are you? It's so I'm good to so see good. you. It's, it's so almost, good to see you. It's almost like a year to the day since we were last together. That's very exciting oh, and fun. And here and, we are. And here and we are again pride. for a reunion. Yeah, yeah, it's the one-year anniversary of our podcast and the two-year mm-hmm. anniversary of our live show in New York City. So wow. it's, it's actually every second Thursday of the month we've been we've been doing it, and it's you know it. very femme, very LGBTQ, you know, IA plus question I mark. Love it. Yeah. I love it. I love to hear it. Now, I, I, you were the one. I will reveal who was raising the roof at the mention of Ultimatum Queer Love. Tell so, me everything. So good. Oh my God, it's okay. amazing. It's okay. amazing. Uh, I had friends tell me about it and they were like, you have to get on this. And then I did. And they only released four episodes at a time. And mm-hmm. I binge them immediately and then wait patiently, unpatiently for the next four to come out. And it's so the basically the rules are like you can't. I mean, ultimatums are problematic in life, but on a reality show, very bingeable. So yeah. the premise is like someone in this relationship that it's typically, you know, two women or non-binary and uh, one of them has given the other one an ultimatum. And during this experiment, they have three weeks. So there are other women, people there, and they choose their other partner, their other wife for three weeks. And oh, at the end of wow. that, they go back to their partner. And then at the end of that, they choose, do they want to be with the new partner, the old partner, or just single? Wow, that sounds devastating. Oh, it's ridiculous. So much. I think I'm into it. So much processing. <laughs> so much processing. Wow. Okay. I am. I'm all the way in. God, I'm excited about that show now. Okay. Yeah. You, you did it. You did it. I went back. A lot of people mentioned back. it. Not too many people have made me this excited about it. I went back and tried to watch the straight one, and it's terrible. <laughs> okay. so of course it is. Only the queer one. Of course one. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Only the queer one. Please. Oh. Rachel Green. Welcome. Our second contestant is an improviser, another friend of the show. You can see him on the UCB team's pony and Elefante. 
Why only animals? It's our pal, Kale Hills. Hi. Hello. Kale, how, how are you? So good. Really great. Um, just got back from a little jaunt to Paris. Mm. Never had never been. So oh, that's fun, isn't it? Walked around for a couple weeks and uh, developed a smoking habit um, Mm -hmm. because when in Rome. Mm -hmm. uh, And uh, now I'm just uh, back in um, beautiful, gloomy, gray L.A. I love it. I love it. Give me a highlight from Paris besides smoking. You know, I will say just being in the city is what feels really special. But I I really liked the Musée Dorsey, look, <laughs> my Midwest accent, Musée Dorsey. Sure. Um, uh, it, because unlike the Louvre, you can actually see things and process what you're experiencing instead of yeah. uh, feeling like overstimulated. Yeah. Um, but I, I didn't see anything as beautiful as what it sounds like happens on the Queer Ultimatum. So <laughs> yeah, no, you didn't. But you got to go to Paris. How exciting. How romantic. Yeah. Woo! The Musée d'Orsay is like my favorite museum. Nice stuff is nice. I was like, this is nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a reason they put it in all the perfume commercials. Oh, is that what I recognize oh, it from? Oh, oh, you know what I'm talking about? I, I, know exactly. I wish I did. I know exactly what you're talking which about. Pu- which perfume is that? Oh, I don't know. It was like Chanel or some shit. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, like, whatever. Something you know fancy. what's wild is there were so many ads when I was there. There were so many ads for gross, old, decrepit Johnny Depp. <laughs> and I guess he is still very much um, like a, a cultural touchstone over there in a way that I yes. don't think yeah. he is here or should He's be. revered. He is revered um, over there. Johnny like Depp. Mickey Rourke before him and like Jerry Lewis before him. It's, there, yes. There's something special about these gentlemen uh, <laughs> that uh, really resonates in France. Uh, but welcome back. Welcome back to the United States of America. We're happy to have you. Uh, it, it's it's easy to quit smoking. I swear to God, you just have to stop. Uh, okay. You have met our players. It is now time to see who has the better grasp of what really matters this month, pop culturally speaking, because as I mentioned, this is June. It is Pride Month. Uh, it is exciting. Uh, and you have asked, you have been asked, we have asked you to pick a queer icon to play for, to defend this week. It could be uh, a figure from history. It could be a present day hero. It could be a Muppet or Fraggle. Mm. Uh, but you will be playing on their behalf. Rachel, who you got? I had, I was debating between two. Uh, one is a little more modern. One is a little more historical, hmm. uh, you know, impactful. So I don't know. What, what do you think? The current or the more historical? I, 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 I like to be forward thinking. Okay. On Troubled Waters. Yeah. RuPaul. RuPaul. Yeah. RuPaul. Historical and modern. Yes, yes. The other one was Mar- the other one was Marsha P. Johnson, but um, oh okay, yeah, yeah. But, okay, well yeah. now I feel now I feel <laughs> a, a little bit less of a, a, a like a, a, a queer uh, activist, but I'll take it. RuPaul, obviously, they, they both have uh, had a huge impact in different ways. Massive so. impact, massive impact. What's uh, tell me your personal history with RuPaul? Oh my gosh, I mean, I've been watching RuPaul's Drag Race since it existed and then was a fan of RuPaul way before that. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, when they were just beautiful icon out in the world and just encouraging self-expression and fabulousness and loving yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no matter who you are. So 
love that. I got to see RuPaul at Wigstock, if you remember Wigstock in New York City. Yeah. When it, when it was on the piers, when it was out uh, like on the on the Christopher Street piers. Yeah. I think it's back in Tompkins Square Park now, but there there were a few years in like the mid to late '90s when it was uh, when it was there, and it was just huge. And of course, you know, RuPaul was there, and uh, RuPaul performed, and in between songs, RuPaul said. You know, we're here on the on the Christopher Street Piers, the Chelsea Piers. I used to sleep here when I like, you know, when I didn't have a place to stay. And he said, and now I have a condo overlooking the motherfucker. <laughs> and held a pose. You can't see me, listener, but held a pose with just pointing at the building that she lived in, and like held that pose for probably two minutes. So there, there, <laughs> there was like applause, and then it died down. And then it came back up and then it got up and up and up. It was just like, it was the most exciting thing in the world. I was so excited for her condo. Mm. You better work. You better work. You better work. You better work, bitch. Uh, okay, Kale, who you got? Uh, I'm really glad you made Rachel go first because when we got the prompt in the email, I was like, how serious is this supposed to be? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so I had two as well. I was, was like, there's you? one real one and one that's like a bit one. So I'll okay. say <laughs> the bit one was of course the cartoon Fox from Disney's animated Robin hood. Oh, tell, uh, me about <laughs> tell me about this Fox. Have you seen, have you seen Disney's animated Robin hood? I don't, I don't think that I have. No, I don't think that I have. Well, I think maybe for, um, I saw, um, uh, uh, producer Christian uh, give a little uh, yeah. nod of acknowledgement. So mm-hmm. maybe it's um, just it's a it's a little a very common I think like gay awakening character for um, uh, a lot of a lot of little boys out there. He is this hot sexy. I sound like such a creep. He's this hot sexy fox. You know that thing when you're a kid yes. and you're watching a piece of media and you're like, why am I really responding to this? Yeah. He is he is that. He's like charming and swashbuckling and like um just so so fun. Um and I think he was probably one of my first crushes, you know, insofar as like I knew what that even was. I was yeah. just like, This fox rules. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Okay. So are but we gonna, my real are my real, real answer is Keith Haring. Oh, okay. Nice. Have you? Uh, I, I'm being told by uh, producer Christian that uh, the Robin Hood Fox is very big in the furry community as well, uh, nice. which I can't I can't claim to speak for the furry community. Uh, that'll be a separate show. Um, Keith Haring. Why why Keith Haring? Um, I just really I just saw he has a show. I'm talking a lot about museums. Oh my god, I sound like such a snob, but he has an really exhibit right now at. The Broad in um, downtown LA, and um, uh, obviously he's someone that I was like aware of prior to seeing this exhibit because he's so uh, iconic and his style is so iconic. But it was just really cool to see uh, a show that was about the like arc of his career and life, and see some of the really specific uh, uh, examples of like his contribution not only to the art community, but to like queer spaces at the time. So, and I, I really respond to, I think, you know, he's, he's a queer person who was like disrupting public spaces. He was part of the graffiti movement and, 
that's the kind of, you know, that's the kind of stuff we need in this moment too. It's is that disruptive kind of energy. I think you're absolutely right. I think you're absolutely right. And in that spirit, I'm going to go with the Fox instead the fox. of Keith Haring. Yeah. I absolutely love Keith Haring, but Keith Haring, as you know, does have, as you mentioned, does have that big exhibition at the Broad. So Keith Haring uh, is the Keith Haring estate is doing just fine. Yeah, the unlike fox? RuPaul, RuPaul really needs an advocate in the world. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know what? I haven't seen the Fox, but do you watch the other two? On, yes. a, on HBO, of course, of course. Uh, so it, it made me think of Globby. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm a couple very, behind. very Globby. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, um, no, no, no. I know. I know about Globby. I know a little bit about Globby. <laughs> but yeah, I'm. I'm excited to get there. Yes, he is. He is so, a queer, unapologetic piece of snot. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is a very queer season of the other two, and I am here for it. So good. Uh, and by I'm going to be on, on the next Max. episode. Sorry. What? I'm going to be on the next episode. Uh, can you say who you're playing on the next episode? Diner number two. <laughs> diner number two, great. I love that. Okay, diner, that I was a big fan of diner the, number one. <laughs> that means you get the punchline. Diner one is all set up. You get the laugh. You're not wrong, actually. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had I got to act with Molly Shannon, oh, so fantastic. my life is complete. I can die now. So. <gasps> Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Don't though. I, I no. I, I want to be here. I'm uh, happy to be here. Okay. Yes. Okay. We all want to be, we want to be here. It's RuPaul versus a fox. Uh, all right. Those are your buzzing words, by the way. Keep them at the ready as we move forward. You won't need them in this first round, however. We're starting the show with a round we're calling Yes or Pass. It is Pride Month, uh, the month when businesses crunch those numbers and calculate whether tweeting a rainbow flag will help their business or hinder it. Uh, so we have gone looking for some of the weirdest and possibly worst examples of Clumsy corporate pride from around the world. And we've made up a few of our own. You must spot whether they are real or fake. If they are real, say yes. If they are fake, say pass. No need for your buzzing words. As I mentioned, Rachel, we will go to you first. For World Pride, held this year in Sydney, uh, the bottle shop or liquor store Beer, Wine, and Spirits, or BWS, changed their name to BWS. Yes! 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 <laughs> that was real. That was real. And and I just, I always feel like, I think I'm more of a yes person. Mm. I don't know why yes has taken over. Maybe it can evolve. Uh, Kale, next well, one is for you. UK, what? I was going to say, it's, you know, it's easy, it's, you know, maybe you're just more of a daddy than a twink. Maybe the yes um, probably, that's is probably, like, you know, and yeah, yes is more of like a, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More of an exuberant twink move. Uh, okay, uh, Kale, number two is for you. UK retailer Marks & Spencer launched a special pride sandwich called the LGBTQ, which contained lettuce, guacamole, bacon, tomato, and quinoa. Quinoa? quinoa. That, I was so on board until you said quinoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so for that reason, I'm, I'm going to say yes. I, oh, I, so you should have trust. You should have trusted uh, your gay gut. <laughs> pass, but, but only it's only pass because we made up the quinoa bit. They did release an LGBT sandwich that had everything but the quinoa, as you as you absolutely astutely observed. It really worked a sandwich. on me. You want to talk about disruptive? Been. You want to talk about queer and disruptive quinoa on a sandwich? Yeah. Well, quail oh, eggs is the only other thing I can think of that starts with a Q oh, that you quail can. Quail eggs, quail eggs. That would be good. That would be good, <laughs> right. actually. 
Oh, hard-boiled quail egg? Okay, number three is for you, Rachel. Uh, Burger King in Germany made a diamond from the ashes of Whoppers and gifted them to a gay couple called Dina, Dima, and Alvar. <laughs> Pass. No, yes. They they, they, made a, they really did, and they made a link in the accompanying campaign between their support for marriage equality and their Have It Your Way campaign um, because... Just as everyone has the right to accept or reject onions on their Whopper, Burger King believes everyone has the right to the same legal protections for their union. Ashes from Whoppers to make a diamond. I mean, I guess, do they like ritualistically burn Whoppers? I don't really quite understand. Well, they're famous char grills. They are char grilled, sure. So So they like save the charred part and press that shit together? (laughs) I don't get it. I don't get it. It's very strange, yeah. It is very strange. It's very German. Uh, number four, same chain, different country. In 2022, Burger King Austria released a Pride Whopper, same as a normal Whopper, but with same side bun pieces. So either two tops or two bottoms on one burger. Kale, yes or pass? God. So was it called the side Whopper? No. Because it was a Pride Whopper. Two- it was a pride whopper, but it was either two tops or two bottoms. Yeah, which, relegating them to famously a real, you know, quandary for yeah. same sex couples, for especially male same sex couples. Yeah, I think that feels fun. I think that feels like you're not actually you're using the same amount of product, so it's mm-hmm. easy for the company. Less wasteful. I'm gonna say yes. Yes, you're right. You're right. That's real. Yeah, that's real. Uh, Rachel, in 2019, the Trump campaign released a, pl- a pride flag version of the MAGA hat. The hat was still red, but the letters were all rainbow colored. Pass. Pass. Yes, unfortunately. Seriously? Yeah, they really did it. They really did it. Yeah. They hate queer yeah. people. What the hell? They'd certainly make the world a more dangerous place for queer people. But uh, why stop there? Why not also make their hats hideous? Already oh, gross. God. Already wow. gross. Uh, number six is for Kale Menchie's, the frozen yogurt store. You're f- familiar with it if you live here in Los Angeles, which you do. Uh, they ran an Are You a Top or a Bottom campaign where you could choose to have your toppings underneath your yogurt or atop it. Okay. I know I'm not being asked to give my opinion on these. I'm just being asked to play the game, but I you're certainly hate welcome that. to. Yeah, you're I welcome. hate that so much. <laughs> and for that reason, it feels very real. So I'm going to say yes. Ah, uh, pass. Okay. Pass. <laughs> Good. Uh, crack. I just clacked a fan. Um, yeah, no, that uh, that was not real. And uh, at Menchie's, you do your own, don't you? Or did that change during COVID? I don't know. But it felt real because that is such a, there's it in the, in the like, um, I remember last year, I think it's DoorDash or something had a section in, in their pride menu that was like bottom friendly meals. And I was like, straight people, straight people know too much about gay, gay people at this point. That's yeah. like, we've, we've integrated ourselves too much yeah. into uh, mainstream culture, yeah. If that exists, and yeah. apparently Christian's saying the menu had a lot of coffee, so it wasn't even that accurate. No, not to misuse nightmare. your name, but I'm sure it had a lot of kale. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very fibrous, a decent <laughs> set of offerings of kale. All right, and you can buzz in for this one. Whoever whoever thinks they know it first can buzz in. Finally. 
The U.S. Marines' official Twitter account tweeted a picture of a combat helmet with Proud to Serve graffitied on it and rainbow-colored bullets strapped to it. <laughs> oh. Yas! Yas! Oh, well, you know what? You each get a point. I told you to buzz in. Neither of you buzzed in. You just both said yas. And it was yas! They did it! Woo! At the wow. end of that one. At the end of that one, we have ourselves a tie. Two points apiece for RuPaul and a fox in a in like a green kind of... Like, like a tunic moment. Like a tunic kind of a deal, yeah. Kind of a... Like, he's sort of Donald Duck in it, right? Like shirt, no pants? And a chapeau. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. I, I'm familiar with the image. I've just not seen the movie. Uh, it is now so time for the image. Game. Interesting. Yeah, obviously. I mean, it comes up in my, you know, uh, Pornhub searches. I said too much. <laughs> uh, okay. It is now time for a brand new game called Word Cloud Sound Off. Now, you've probably heard songs. You know songs, right? New songs? Couple. Um, yeah, some of us even like them. And most of us have heard words also. Uh, in fact, I am saying words right now. Uh, but did you know songs contain words? It's true. And chances are you know some of them. So that is why today we're going to play a game of musical word association. I'll give you a series of single word prompts. You will have 10 seconds to sing a song that contains that word. So for example. I love this. Oh. I love this too. If I said money, you could sing, uh, that's what, yeah, money, that's what I want. Money, uh, money, money, Beatles. money, money, money. You could do that one from the, <laughs> is that, that's from Cabaret? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My name makes the world go round. Go around the world. Sure, yeah, you could do that one. You could do Money, Money, Money by ABBA. You could do, you could do, you could do all sorts. This is our Pride episode. So our our, our writers uh, went looking for word clouds of terms associated with pride to pick these prompts. Some should be easy. Some may be trickier. But we did make sure there were several known songs that worked for every word. We have done the research. Uh, When I give you the prompts, you'll have 10 seconds to think of a song and start singing it. We need at least one line. From each song, can't just sing the word. And we are looking for actual songs, but if you make something up that sounds convincing to me, I just might give you points anyway. We'll just see what happens. This is Pride Month. We just go. We, we don't wait for we the reject okay. the heteronormativity of the game show. Uh, yeah, I will say the thing. Just as soon as you think of something, dive in. Okay. 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 Whoever starts singing first, if it's real, gets the point. Gotcha. Or if it's entertaining. Okay. <laughs> first word is, we're going to start kind of easy, love. Real love, I'm searching for real love. Some, uh, someone set my heart free. Real love, See, yeah, I'm searching for love. Point to you, Rachel Green. Point to you, Rachel Green. Real love. Uh, next, rainbow. Somewhere over the rainbow, way up high, if bluebirds fly over the rainbow, then maybe so will I. Okay, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Why then, oh, why can't I? Why then, oh, why can't I? Um, If you, I point to you, Kale, if you, um, if you have ever, uh, if you have not seen uh, Sam Harris, not the famous atheist, but the uh, first winner of Star Search, Sam Harris, uh, do his version mm-hmm. of Somewhere Over the Rainbow at the Apollo Theater. It is no. so insane. Like it's it is it, it's like he, he kind of does the the Patty Labelle version, but if like okay. it, it, but he immediately Patty is a two and he's a ten. 
Like it's, it is just nothing but runs and shrieking and melismas and he's flapping his arms. And, uh, it's, there's, there's a part where he does this huge run. Um, uh, it's like, so, birds. Birds fly. Like he, he he resets with birds. Birds uh, fly. I know I'm gonna love this. You're gonna die. You're gonna die. You, this is very reminiscent of my favorite SNL sketch of all time. Ma, uh, Maya Rudolph singing. Yeah. Maya Rudolph singing. So song. good. So good. Oh my god. You used one of my favorite words, melisma. Melisma. Melisma uh, is a great word. Melisma, it, uniqueness, nerve. Nerve and talent. Months. Yeah. I wanna, if I ever have a child, I'm going to name him Melisma. Melisma! Okay. Uh, M. Parade. Don't, uh, Don't tell me not to say <laughs> We're doing the same song. You are doing the same song. The rain on my parade. On my parade. You both did did the same thing at the same time, but I'm going to give the point to Rachel for singing the line, my life's a butter. My life's a butter. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably not the line. line. Uh, Okay. (coughs) Moving on. Lovers. How can we be lovers if we can't be friends? How can we start over with a fight and never end? How can we be lovers if we can't be friends? How can we be lovers we can't be, can't be friends? Okay. Now, Michael Bolton, I knew. What were you doing, Cal? <laughs> Taylor Swift, get real. Oh, the song? Lover. See, the prompt was lovers. Can't accept it. Can't accept it. Can't accept it. That's monogamy phobic. Our generations are are showing. (laughs) That's, that is absolutely, that's absolutely true. Uh, Party. Party in the USA. Yeah. So I throw my hands up to play in my song. <laughs> I'm gonna give the point to Kale for that one. He came in later, but he did know more of the words. You seem to know the title and nothing else. Uh, okay, okay. I, I committed. Next. I commit. Brick. What? Brick. She's a brick. Oh, well, that's not fair. She didn't hear. House. Oh, it's fine. Take it. She's mighty, fair. mighty. She's let it all hang out. Wow. She's a brick. Yeah. House. Laid in fact. Now that is a fact. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the evidence that she is a brick house. <laughs> a brick house. She's mighty, mighty. Mighty. Just let it all, hang, it all out. hang out. Amazing. They don't write them like that anymore. Uh, okay. Uh, let's do one more. Fuck it. Proud. 
Big wheels keep on turning. Be an American. Rolling, rolling, rolling. I won't rolling on a river. Who gave that right to me? And I gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today. Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land. Let the good job in the city. God bless Working the USA. Man every night and but I never lost one minute of sleep. Woo! Okay, you know what? That was that was I'm a sweating. final finish, but I am giving the edge to Rachel Green. Not only <laughs> not a for fan bringing of choreography, huh? not only for the choreography that she brought to the table, not only because she gave it to us nice and rough. The way that I can teach Turner would have done it, but because uh, may she rest we, uh, in peace. May she rest in peace. We honor you, Tina Turner. My goodness, mm. uh, greatest to ever do it. At the end of that round, Rachel and therefore RuPaul have six points. Kale and a sexy fox have five. We're gonna take a little break. Ooh, Ooh. and we'll be right back with more troubled waters after this break. Well, my friend, it is summertime and the living is easy. It can even be easier with HelloFresh. HelloFresh makes mealtime, dinnertime, whatever, so much easier. So much less time spent meal planning, meal prepping. HelloFresh gives you what you need and nothing more. Pre-portioned ingredients that make it easy to just hit the ground running, get cooking quick. Everything you need, nothing you don't. No waste. Uh, Here's the thing. I love HelloFresh because I love to cook. But even I, yes, even I, will get stuck in a recipe rut here and there. I I, I find something I like, and then I just cook the hell out of it, and then I get tired of it. And I kind of cycle through the same stuff over and over. HelloFresh gives me a couple, two, three new recipes every week. Fun stuff that's, you know, kind of the basics, but done well. Add a little zazz to the basics. Uh, And I find myself replicating HelloFresh stuff months, perhaps even years later. There's a sofrito they they sent a a few years ago that I kind of wing every now and then. Who would have thought an Irish Catholic kid from St. Louis would be whipping up a sofrito? Oh, I'll do it. I'm doing a a hoisin sauce now, just on my own, just for fun. This is all stuff I picked up from HelloFresh. Great stuff. They have options to please... Even very picky eaters, you'll always find meals that everyone at your table will enjoy, no matter what your lifestyle. Are you pescatarian? They got you. Are you vegetarian? They got you. You can swap proteins and sides and make a recipe just exactly how you like it. It saves time. And I don't, you know, if like if a recipe calls for a, a tablespoon of, you know, palm oil or something, do you even cook with palm oil? Well, you know, like some kind of fancy oil. You don't have to go and buy a huge bottle of it. They just send you the tablespoon of fancy oil. It makes it so easy and so fast. And it's just, you know, it's fun fun to do with a friend or a partner. Go to HelloFresh.com slash TroubledWaters16 and use code TroubledWaters16. That's TroubledWaters16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. That is HelloFresh.com slash TroubledWaters16 and use code troubledwaters 16 16 free meals plus free shipping. Yum. 
my fellow graduates. For 500 episodes, my podcast, The JV Club with Janet Varney, has gathered story after story of all the scandalous things we've done throughout our childhoods. Stories like how Jamila Jamil survived a horrific house party and she was on crutches. Or how Hal Lublin learned a Shakespearean monologue in his pajamas. This is not the speech we approve. Without your love and life tragedies, there would be no podcast. In fact, I have an exclusive look at how Maggie Lawson's mom confronted her after a sneaky basement meetup with her crush. Spill the tea, JV. Security! Uh, uh, listen to the JV Club with Janet Varney Thursdays on Maximum Fun! Class of forever! Hello! Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Rachel Green and Kale Hills. I mean, an absolute barn burner, a, a real, an evenly matched fight this Pride Month. Uh, how do you guys feel? I feel good. I'm sweaty. You feel good? <laughs> I'm sweat, sweating a lot. Really sweaty. Sweating. Feeling sweaty. That's cool. Well, this won't help. Uh, this next round is called Queers for Fears. Now, there has long been a bond between queer culture and horror movies. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, The Babadook, Jennifer's Body, uh, Skeet Ulrich. Uh, and it makes sense that an art form concerned with the monstrous and the unnatural would end up speaking for, and therefore to those that society at large is often not accepted. So here at Troubled Waters, we are diving into this fascinating, nuanced, rich area of cultural study in the dumbest way we can think of. We have taken some LGBTQ plus anthems and we have changed the lyrics so that now they are about horror films. Got to work out which film it is and buzz in. Okay. Okay, so, you might destroy I'm, me. I'm going to sing. I'm going to sing. Are you not a, uh, you're not a, a horror girly? Mm-mm. No, I have an overactive imagination. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm not wild about horror either. Uh, but these, you might get. This first one, you just might get it. Okay. What are the village people singing about in this reconfigured YMCA? <laughs> Young Jack. There's no need to feel down. I said, Young Jack, pick yourself off the ground. I said, Young Jack, cause you're in a new town. There's no need to be unhappy. Young Jack, there's a hotel you can mind. The Shiny! Young Jack, whoa! You gotta buzz in, but yes. RuPaul the Shiny! Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> RuPaul colon the shiny. <laughs> wow. I'd watch it. I'd watch it. His colon is shiny. I would love that. Oh, my gosh. Get RuPaul in the, in the overlook and none of that stuff would have happened. No, no. Those old spooky ghosts would be learned to love themselves. I guess the bear and the, the blowjob scene probably would have still happened. That would have probably still happened. You know what? That, like, okay, now I'm showing my age again. Uh, uh, I saw the commercial for that movie when I whenever it came out, I guess it was eight or something. And yeah, that that was that was the end of sleep for a few months. Just the the, the uh, blood coming out of the elevator doors. It's like what is oh, happening? Oh yeah. What's I happening? To... <laughs> Can I gross what? you out a little bit? <laughs> Please. Please. I send that meme to my friend when I get my period. <laughs> oh okay. Yeah. Well yeah. Okay. Shit's sure. happening. I like it's here. here. <laughs> oh. Let's move on. Number two, the Pet Shop Boys have reworked It's a Sin. What film is this about? Okay. When I look at a VHS, it's always with a sense of fear. In case a cursed tape is here, 
Uh, the fox, sexy yes? fox. Yes, yeah, sexy um, fox. The ring. The ring. Point to you. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Uh, George Michael's classic Freedom 90. You know it. Uh, the words have been changed in this one to talk about which movie. Okay. Demon, I'll turn your head around. Demon. Yeah. I'll make you throw a... Sexy fuck. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, the RuPaul, the Actually, RuPaul. wait, 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 RuPaul. wait, hold on. RuPaul. You did, you did jump in. You did, though, jump in. Yeah, it's The Exorcist. It is The Exorcist. It is The Exorcist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rachel knew, too, so we yeah. both get points. Uh, but you, you, didn't, you didn't allow me to sing these lines. Gonna test the faith of a priest, say his mom's in hell sucking cocks. So, okay, I hope you did that. <laughs> yes, point to you. It's a tie. Okay, uh, Melissa Etheridge is singing about what scary movie in this version of Come to My Window. Uh, come to my window. Float outside and wait by the bright Salem moon. Come to my window. I'll be on dead soon. <sighs> it, one of the words in the title is it, one of the ones that I just sung. It's a book. That was a miniseries. I could see it. Well, mm. but you can't oh, see it. Oh, um, mm. uh, sexy fox. Yeah. Pet cemetery. No. No. Salem's Lot. <laughs> Salem's Lot. Salem's Lot. Oh. That was a tricky one. That was a tough one. That was a tough. It one. made me My think God. of Tim. It made me think of Tim Burton. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's always fun to think. Did about you Tim say Burton. what? Did you say Sailor Moon? Salem Moon. Gotcha. Okay, so I was like, See, what is this I heard horror movie? Sailor I've Moon. never heard of yeah. that. Has... Sailor Moon, yeah. You haven't thought of it. <laughs> Sailor Moon. I, I, you same thought thing. It. I would watch that. Yeah. That's why yeah. I went to Tim Burton. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so you, you both violated the uh, the cardinal rule of uh, Troubled Waters, which is like, don't think too hard. Just don't. <laughs> Just, yeah. 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 Uh, okay, but you guys are in a tie at the end of that round, seven points apiece. How about that? Great. We're gonna take another break, and we're gonna, gonna we're gonna come back with our final round. I, it was very hard for me to get that sentence out, but we're gonna come back with our final <laughs> round after this. Parenting, it's hard, but don't worry, you're not alone. Belly up to the low bar with one bad mother, and let us remind you that fine is good enough. They want to climb on different things. And how am I supposed to keep them both from dying? (laughs) There is a right way to do this. And if I can figure out that right way, I'm going to be a good parent. So that is not a thing. So join us each week and let us tell you that you are doing a good job. You can listen to One Bad Mother on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Rachel Green and Kale Hills. It is now time for a game we are calling Competitive Encouragement. This is our Pride episode, but it's also our halfway through 2023 episode, if you can believe it. Uh, The first half of this year, not great for the queer community. Uh, (sighs) Legislative season more targeted queer people than an absolute float in the... uh, a pride parade. But we are not going to dwell in the darkness, not us. That is not what this community does. We are here to light our candle and find things to look forward to. For example, the weekend before we recorded this, a judge shut down Tennessee's anti-trans and drag cabaret bill 
as unconstitutional. Thank you, Judge. Uh, so anyway, we're going to go back and forth between the two y'all and have you each name something you are hopeful about or looking forward to in the near future. We are not looking for toxic positivity here. Just real and meaningful things to be excited about. And or you can be toxic if you want to. It's Pride Month. Um, political shifts, personal milestones, artistic goalposts, something as simple as a concert you're excited about in the coming months, or a film, or anything. It can be aspirational, something you want to accomplish before the end of the year. You want to give yourself the push here to do it. We are ending on a positive note. I'll be awarding points based on optimism, ex- the excitement it gives me, your enthusiasm, and uh, and your encouragement of one another, your yes-anding of one another. Rachel Green. I am just really happy and excited for this month in general. I love Pride Month. I also love that my birthday coincides with Pride Month. So that weekend is always amazing and insane. Uh, My actual birthday is the 27th. uh, But on the 24th, on that Saturday, a bunch of girlfriends and I are going to do the Dyke March in New York City. Which I've never done. I'm very excited about. And then we're going to end it at a little bar with some dancing and hanging out. Great. Now we're going back and forth. So don't don't blow your wild. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Not during private. Sorry. I'll just. <laughs> Let me just tell I, I you something say... about sexual health. Don't blow your wild all at once. <laughs> uh, Kelly? <laughs> well, Rachel's uh, uh, Rachel's uh, agenda is is eerily reminiscent of my own and that's exciting for me this thursday i get to see some friends and go out which is you know uh, a fun normal thing but it's a group of people who weren't all out at the same time so it's fun to come together now as like a little power ranger mega zord of gayness and then for my birthday next month i'm going to taylor swift which I've never been to like a big stadium pop show, so I'm very excited for that. As you should be. Rachel, back to you. What else are you excited about? Uh, I'm excited. This summer, I am taking my parents on a European river cruise down the Danube because they've never been to Europe. And when I asked my parents, where would you like to go? They said Salzburg and Vienna because they're musicians. And I said, let's go. I'm excited to... I'm not being corny. I like I really watch all the people that I know be booked and busy. And again, even I don't know, Rachel, we just met. I'm going to watch her episode of the other two. My friend uh, and friend of the pod, Oscar, is going to have season two of Minx come out where he plays like a very prominent queer character. And it's just fun to see people succeed. So I'm excited to tune in. You know what? That's the end of our time. You each got seven points mm. for your answers. You already had seven points each. It's a tie. It's a Pride Month miracle. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> wins in Pride Month. Congratulations to both of you. And congratulations to you, listener. God, what a what a Pride Month. <sighs> if this doesn't put uh, a, Rachel, what are you going to spend all your, your points step? on? Yeah. <laughs> They are redeemable <laughs> for toys. I am really, I am in the market for like a rainbow shirt that says, kiss me, it's my birthday. So <laughs> I, I can that. make out with a lot of hot people on sure. my birthday. Love that. Mm. Love yeah. That. How about you, Carol? <laughs> I'm going to get the Charlie XCX branded poppers. <laughs> oh, no. Are there, does that exist? <laughs> you know, I think she does. 
it, it, this isn't, uh, I, I think it's maybe more so uh. her fans who like, <laughs> um, will have uh. her like sign a douche or something like that. And, and to those people, I say, you know, uh, calm down. Yeah. Calm down a little. Wow. No, just, just, little just thinking about poppers, I get a headache. Wow. Okay. <laughs> hot, kind of sweaty into the rhythm. Uh, all right. Uh, it is now time for plugs. Um, uh, obviously, Kale, you want to plug the uh, uh, Charlie XCX poppers, but let us know what you're working on. And then to offset the ego karma, something someone else made that you want the world to know about. Rachel, we'll start with you. Well, as you all have lovely supported me, um, I will be on the next episode of The Other Two, which is super exciting. Uh, I believe it comes out like midnight Thursday, which is also the day that the two-year anniversary of The Boss Bit Show is in New York City at 8 p.m. at the Comedy Shop. And that those are both very exciting. And we have our final episode uh, of the Boss Bit Show podcast coming out a week after that on the 15th, which will highlight Madame Namio, who is an amazing queer pro-dom. <laughs> very sexy. Hey. Um, nice. Yeah. And as far as uh, Friends stuff, uh, let's see. Oh, I'm very excited to go see my friend Brandon in Titanic. Nah, oh, I'm yeah. gonna see that next time I'm in town. I hear it's amazing, and I'm very excited that Brandon is joining the cast. And it's so dumb and gay and fun. Kale? Yeah! <laughs> um, you know, something I'm really uh, uh, proud of that's, uh, um, I, I, I finished, I wrote a, f- a feature script, and it is a semi-autobiographical dark comedy about a gay guy who uh, discovers that the man he's been sleeping with is a pastor at a local church. So he starts attending the church in an act of uh, revenge. And um, if anybody wants to read it, I'll let you read it. I'll Just read hit it. me up. I want to um, read it. Yeah, yeah. It kinda, yeah it's, you know, I'm proud of it. Um, uh, what am I going to do with it now? I don't know, but it exists. And that's good. Yeah. Um, and then I have a friend, uh, a couple friends, Jordan Myrick and Kendall Lerndith, who have a show at UCB called Dating Game, um, which is a queer dating variety show that is, I believe, the last Tuesday of every month. If uh, You can definitely like look it up and find out for sure, but it's a really fun show at UCB that uh, brings together queer people and tries to... Uh, find find matches in a in a fun lighthearted comedy setting. Love that. Love that. That's super fun. Um, yeah. I'm Dave Holmes. I host this podcast, Troubled Waters. I also have a, a regular column in the print version of Esquire called Dave Holmes America, which you should pick up a copy of the paper version of Esquire. Print media deserves to live. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Ford is our cover uh, for the summer issue. It's a it's a great feature. Uh, and I get to write about sex in this uh, particular issue, which is a, a lot of fun. Um, I okay. Um, I would normally recommend uh, uh, Nate Craig, friend of the show, has a, a new special, which I believe you can watch on YouTube. But he's straight and too handsome to be funny, and so that is hateful. So I'll do that another time. Um, what I will uh, tell y'all about, and I've done it before, but I want to do it again. Uh, there is an app called Landed, 
L-A-N-D-E-D. Search Landed App in the App Store. It is, um, it's uh, something, it's kind of like a social media type of thing, but you're a match with one person a week. You record a, you record a message on like a Sunday or a Monday about three things that you are grateful for uh, from the last week. And then maybe if you have time or you want to, something that you're finding is a challenge. You are matched up with someone else. You only know their first name. You hear their message. They hear yours. And then you can kind of go back and forth uh, over the course of the next like five days and have like a, a nice conversation with a stranger the way that you would at an airport bar or on a bus. It is, uh, it's just truly lovely. And um, today, like I got my matches today and my most recent match is a Troubled Waters listener who found out about the app from this show. Um, and that made me so, so, so happy. So thank you for listening, uh, Austin. And thank you for, uh, for being a fun guy to be uh, matched with this week. What a thrill. Um, landed app. Yeah, and I think you might need a code to get in because it's, it's not in beta, but it's like not going fully wide yet. Uh, DM me on Instagram at Dave Holmes and I'll give you the code. Uh, and that's it. Oh, I love this episode. And I love the gay community. And I love Pride Month. Rachel Green, Kale Hills, thank you for playing Troubled Waters. Christian <sighs> Duenas there producing. So thank you for all that you do. Uh, and you there with the headphones, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time on Troubled Waters. Bye! You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Rachel Green make noise. Woo! Kale Hills. Thank you. Yalls. Yalls! <laughs> Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. Yes to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts, and our producers are Christian Duenas and Laura Swisher. Christian, make a noise. Woo-woo! Woo-woo! Happy Pride Month. Be safe out there. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.